Hello, welcome to a fresh season of La Mesita. You are listening to WLPNLP 105.5 FM Lupin Radio, broadcasting from home. My name is Nidia and Katie. Today we have a guest of honor at La Mesita. Elisa Silvia is a 21-year-old singer, songwriter, and rapper from Chicago. Before she was five years old, Elisa began filling in for her dad's bandmates in his regional Mexican band. From there, her lifelong passion for music began. She attended music school, played with a few bands, and uploaded numerous YouTube covers before releasing her debut single, Confessions, in 2018. Since then, Elisa has been paving her own path within the urban Chicago music scene. Previously, Elisa performed at venues such as Shuba's, Avondale Music Hall, and other local spots. Her music promotes self-love and self-improvement, while at the same time delivering a unique listening experience. Today at La Mesita, we are happy to present you Elisa Silva. So Elisa, tell us how you are enjoying this transition into the spring season and warmer weather we've been having recently. Hi, um... Yep. Pretty well, like, I'm so happy now that it's getting, like, warmer out and the sun is out for longer just because, like, the sun is so important to me. So I definitely, like, get a little sad in the winter. So I'm so happy that springtime is finally here and we're on our way to summer. And, yeah, I'm super excited. I feel you. So excited for summer. <laughs> yes. So recently you participated in the mini concierto series for the National Museum of Mexican Art. What was your experience like doing this virtual concert and how was the process? It was super exciting. I just want to thank um, the National Museum of Mexican Art for like having me. Uh, super grateful for that. But it was honestly, it was such a crazy experience just because I never would have thought I'd be doing like a virtual concert. So for me to like, to, you know, go from doing concerts live in person, switching over to virtual is just like, it's a lot to take in. But it was really cool, like, um, the process of doing it. Um, I wasn't alone doing it. My boyfriend actually helped me. He's also my producer, Andrix. So he did help me, like, set up and make sure everything was recorded right and everything. And, yeah, it was, like, super lengthy, but the end was, like, so worth it. But, yeah, it was just, like, it was a weird experience, but it was definitely something cool, like, to have under my belt for next time. And it was just super unique, but it was really fun, so... So the next question is, what is your creative process when creating a track or working with your producers? Um, my creative process, honestly, it really, it changes every single time. Like, um, I get this question a lot just because I feel like with artists, people usually think there's like a, there's like a set way of making the music, but honestly, it's always really different. It depends on like the energy and the, and the vibe, like of everyone that's, um, present and you yourself like what happened that day and everything so it's always really different but um, what we usually do I guess is just start off with like okay what sound like do we want to make like what are we feeling today what have I been listening to a lot you know and then we let that like you know kind of like uh, lead us and then from there honestly I give I always give full like creative um, freedom to my producer and it just it always works we always make something new we never like tie down to a certain genre we just love to have fun so it's always switching up it's always different <laughs> when did you decide that music will be your outlet 
I decided music was going to be my outlet when I was really young. I think I was in like third grade. Um, you know, growing up, I didn't really have too many friends. You know, I grew up as an only child with a single father. So, you know, my family, I was never really close to them. So um, I depended a lot on my hobbies, you know, and the stuff I would just focus on and I guess escape to. So I started doing music really young. So therefore, once I was like in third grade, you know, they start asking me those questions like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Or, you know, what is your dream? And I always said singer. And I remember kids telling me like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, you're not going to be a singer. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put in the time and the work and I'm going to practice. So I would literally lock myself in the closet and I would practice covers from all genres. And um, yeah, I would just practice, practice, practice for a few years. And eventually, like, it became like me going to school and all that. But yeah, it was definitely like the third grade when I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to plan stuff. I'm going to do my research. And I just became like engulfed by music, you know, but I loved it. So. Yeah, I definitely relate to being the single child. You kind of have to like find your niche to, yes. I don't know, to feel more complete, I guess. Exactly. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But super cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. Your passion is so evident. Like we can see it. All your hard work <laughs> is paying off. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. In your song, Don't Get to Use Me, is there any special meaning that connects the visual concept with your lyrics? It does. So the song was very, it was, you know, all my music that I release, I feel like is very intimate. So it's like, I'm speaking from real things, real people, like stuff I went through, you know? So it's like, the song is merely just about, you know, just, I'm just a person, you know, like I'm doing my music and I'm, I'm focusing on my partner whatever. And it's like, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like over a certain amount of time, people do get very comfortable with one another to the point where like, it's either like boundaries are crossed or just things happen that shouldn't have happened because people get too comfortable. So therefore, like since the song is very like, I feel like it's a very relatable song, um, especially with women. And so I'm just like, you know, me as a as a woman, like growing up, this is what I've, I've experienced a lot with people like they just get too used to, you, you know, and they feel like they could trespass certain things. So I'm like, you know what, let me make a song about this. and. The visuals for it let's make it relatable you know let's just me hanging with my girls like talking about this either it being a guy or a girl or whoever like i'm just talking about it i'm venting and that's basically what it is it's the song is just me venting you know so it's like i wanted to make the video very relatable and super just like just your everyday like person which is me like i'm always out with my girls and having fun and just talking and venting and letting everything out. So I just really wanted to, that to connect together. So I, girl, I'm with you there because I had the same issue. <laughs> I had the yeah. same issue. Yeah, encountering certain people that, you know, they just realize that they can, yeah, like you said, they're, they cross those boundaries and you gotta let them know like, hey, that's not cool. Exactly. So it was, yeah. So I definitely relate to that very, very much. Yes. So. Who are a few of your music or artist inspirations? Um, a few. I have a lot, honestly. Honestly, I feel like I don't know. I don't really have like specific people. It's just like if it sounds good, like you know, like I gravitate towards it. But I feel like a few artists, I guess, would be like Green Tea Pang. Um, she's from the UK. She's super, super good. 
Um, Green Tea Pang, I say, I'm not sure. I've always listened to Alicia Keys. I grew up listening to Alicia Keys. So I get, I guess I get, I get, I get a lot of inspo from her. From Spanish artists, it would be like Rosalia or like Casu or Paloma Mami. And even the guys like Nicky Jam, like I just, I just listen to a lot of music. Like, so it's like, I don't really have specific people I get inspiration from. It's more so like whatever I like and whatever I make, <laughs> you know? So I'm always listening to different stuff. So it's always changing, it's always changing. And like from that, what would be your go-to album? My go-to album? That's hard. Um, it was one of um, Tyler, the Creator's album. I used to love Tyler. I used to like listen to his music all the time. He was like one of my big inspirations when I was younger to just not care and do what I want. But it was like, it's one of his older albums. I honestly don't remember. Is it okay if I look it up really quick? It would definitely be either Flower Boy. I really love Flower Boy by Tyler or um, Wolf. And it's like, that's just like, just albums I really, really like and I've listened to for years, so. It's just, it's been a while. Honestly, it's been a while since I've listened to him or like his past albums, but I was really into his music when I was younger. So super inspirational. I'm there with you, girl. I love Tyler so much. He's the best. Yeah. So you have good taste. You have good taste. <laughs> Thank you. You do too. <laughs> okay. Our next question. If you could have a feature with anyone in the entire world, who would you want to have a feature with and why? Uh, um, who would I want to feature with? Anybody in the world? Oh my god. You know what? I would feature with um what's his name? Vicente Fernandez. That's who I would feature with. Why? Because I grew up listening to Mexican music with my dad. You know, he was in bands a lot when I was younger and we used to listen to a lot of like the oldies, you know? A lot of the oldies and the, like some of the new ones, but he was more into the old ones and I feel like I don't know, just to pay respect to where I'm from and my roots and, you know, like, I love Vicente, my grandma loves Vicente, like, you know, it's just like, it goes back. So I feel like that would be so cool, like, to do a feature with him, like, imagine, that'd be crazy. But yeah, it would be him. It would definitely be him. Okay, so who is the producer behind your songs? Not gonna lie, girl, I love the first song Charlie played for us. I was like, well like low-key this is a vibe i was <laughs> i was really feeling it so yeah who's the producer producer is andrix it's o-n-d-r-c-s and he's also my boyfriend and i do live with him so we have like our little studio set up here and everything he's amazing he makes like the coolest beats fast like super fast like it amazes me like watching him and his um like creative process really motivates me to get deeper into producing and production like it's honestly like a different world you know and it's another language like it's just crazy but it's super cool and huge respect to him like he's just he's a really cool guy and a real cool person and an amazing artist so but yeah that's him <laughs> that's awesome okay so before we move along how would i know you said you try not to stick to like one genre of music but how would you describe your style or sound um, I do get that question a lot, especially when I tell people like I make music, they're like, okay, so it's your genre and I'm always stuck. Like, I really don't know. I feel like it's like a mixture of a lot of stuff. It'd be like, like some new wave, 
R&B, I don't even know, like, um, Latin. Like, it's, I feel like it's a lot of stuff. It I, Honestly, like, back then when I started making music, I really wanted to make, like, more indie music. And I feel like it still is, but I don't know. It's just a mix of a lot of stuff. Just very new way, very new, new sounds. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would really, like, put myself under for genres, but yeah. Yeah, so we noticed that you like to talk about self-love and self-improvement. What tips would you give to those who are struggling to love themselves? My tips would be, you know, we're in this world by ourselves. You know, we're not like we have our family, we have everybody, but we're we're by ourselves for the most part. So the most important thing is to learn that you don't need to be accepted or validated you know like you can find that within yourself and that be enough i feel like with a lot of younger people like especially me i went through this you know like i know you know you were a single child so you relate to like not really having that guidance you know to like oh like what i should like or what i should do and all that like it's just very confusing being human is an experience (laughs) you know so it's just like just spreading love and focusing on what you love and letting that like you know just make make yourself feel better and everything like just don't pay attention to what people say and you know get that reassurance from yourself because you are that you know you're that person and you're the only person it's your world it's your world that's what i tell everybody like do what you want (laughs) that is great advice i love that Okay, so sticking with the theme of like mental health and bettering yourself, do you have any sort of like ritual or dynamic that you use to start your day or week? I actually do. So I used to like be deeper into like my morning rituals, but um, I did just get like a new job. So it's like I'm working on a different schedule now. But um, I definitely like I'll get up in the morning and I don't like to go on my phone right away, but sometimes I will just because it's a habit. <laughs> but like if I if I can, I try not to and I just stretch because stretching is so important. And um, after that, I make a smoothie. Smoothies are like my new thing. I love smoothies. I have two blenders. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I have two blenders and I have too many cups as well. <laughs> But like I love smoothies so I always make my smoothie and then I sit down I catch up on whatever whether it be like um like work or my emails or whatever but um yeah I just try to do that and I've I used to like journal a lot in the mornings which I should get back to doing because it really like sets a lot of intention like for the day and everything but um yeah just stretching making my smoothies listening to music and I smoke as well so I smoke sometimes too but yeah can i ask what is your go-to smoothie flavor like if you had to pick your favorite kind honestly i mix so many fruits but it would be like i always i love mango i love mango i would die for mango i love mango so i put mango and pineapples and um i always mix it with like berries and honey so that's like if i if i don't know what i'm gonna make i'm like i right, i'm gonna just make that one because that one's always like a hit so i'm always do that one that sounds really good it's so good i swear you guys have to try it <laughs> i don't know if you've ever tried but it's like this mango right you have mango and it has like um i forgot i think it's tapa 
tapito, no sé, I don't know what it's called, but it's a bunch of like chile spices and you put it on mango. Have you ever tried that before? No, I don't think I have. No? It sounds good. Yeah, the usually the lote man sells it, but recently I've been getting into that a lot. <laughs> so the mango is really good. So I recommend it. You just put me on. <laughs> Okay, so are there any songs that saved you in 2020? In 2020, yes. Green Tea Pang, just like how I, I mentioned her earlier. Her music is amazing. Honestly, it's like, she, if there was one artist that inspires me, she inspires me so much. Just because, like, she talks in her songs, she talks about real life stuff and real human things, you know, like, just like, you know um self-doubt and self-healing and you know loving yourself and just like going through the day-to-day -day of being a woman like she just talks about everything in such an amazing way i love her music so the song that saved me by her it's called mr sun woke up today and the sun was shining i said mr sun Just like I was saying, like, I, I love the sun. I love the warm weather. She literally has a song called Mr. Sun. And it's the song is all about just her missing the sun and the energy it gives her. I really recommend you guys listening to her if you haven't. But yeah, she's she's amazing. Her That song and so many of her songs saved me in 2020. Just like on repeat. <laughs> awesome. I will definitely check those out. Yes. Okay, so our next question. Do you consider yourself a Chicagoan? And if so, what are a few notable locations in the city that you enjoy? I don't know. So basically, I grew up in and out of the city. You know, like my dad was, he lived here in the city for a long time and I was born and raised here. Um, so it's like my family situation, you know, we were just moving around a lot and we would always come back to the city and I did go to high school over here for a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know if I would consider myself a Chicagoan. I feel like I'm very like nomadic. I've just lived everywhere. So I don't want to claim anything. You know, it's just like I've lived here for a while. But um, for locations, I do have a few spots. I love, um, there's this taco truck right down the street from my house <laughs> that I really, really like. It's here in Albany Park. I really love the tacos. It's fire. Um, Another place I would say is, uh, it's this Cuban spot. I actually forgot their name. I forgot the restaurant. Oh, I don't remember what it is. And I don't even know my streets too well. Like, oh, they people tell me all the time, like, you need to pay, atten pay attention to your streets. And I'm like, yeah, I do, I do, I do. But then I never do it, I feel so bad. <laughs> but um, there's like, there's a few food spots, but honestly that taco truck and then taco naso, I really like Mexican food. <laughs> and then there's this, um, there's this Filipino spot over here um, by this laundromat. I honestly, I'm terrible. I don't know my streets, so I can't really like say the spots, but there's a couple spots I go to, but I like to try different foods all the time. You know, I used to be very picky, but now I'm just like, okay, let me try different things. Like, doesn't matter where I'm at. Like, let's try something right there, right there, right there. Let's drive around and pick a random spot, you know? But. Okay. Um. So do you have any local heroes in the city, people who are in music or arts or food or any field that you like that you just admire? Yes, there definitely is. Um, I definitely look up to Superboy. 
and No Name. I feel like they're literally changing the game, especially for the youth. And dude, they're just they're amazing people. And I know Superboy personally. I don't know No Name personally, but I know Super. He's always been super nice to me and very like brotherly and always just trying to guide me as an artist and yeah just very helpful and also the things he talks about too is just very informative and i feel like a lot of the youth like we need to bring stuff to awareness and he talks a lot about different different um different things and no name as well she's the same and i just love them so much they just like really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff that i wasn't aware of or things I should research more or pay more attention to or things I can relate to, you know, living in the city because they are both from Chicago. So, um, yeah, it would definitely be Superboy and No Name. They're amazing. And on the topic of community in Chicago, um, with the unfortunate incidents with CPD in Chicago, what is your opinion about these recent events in Little Village? I'm not, you know, I'm not from Little Village, so I really can't you know explain like on a personal level like what the stuff that's going on but i know a lot of the things with cpd and i could tell you that it's disheartening and it's crazy and i feel like just cpd has too much power you know and the youth has none so it's like i feel like we should definitely you know with the topic of like defunding cpd we should definitely defund cpd and try our best it's really hard because you know the times and the people in power are just they take advantage of it um but i really like just defund cpd and fund the youth and youth programs because i feel like that's what's gonna help a lot you know a lot of these kids like like me like they don't have no guidance or you know they don't have people that are there for them and if we put more um more time and more money you know towards our teachers and cps and all them like it would it would definitely make a big difference you know um but yeah with all these events that's been happening it's just like it's really sad and it's heartbreaking and like cpd has too much power they have too much power that they take advantage of and they're greedy so it's like gotta gotta change that but it, it takes like it's gonna take a lot but it's like one by one we could each make a change you know we just have to gather up and be aware and talk about it thank you for sharing now that's very important to talk about and i just have one more random question this is just on the spot i noticed your bridge piercing i love it by the way do you have any other like fun piercings or tattoos or i just do that? yes i have a lot of piercings and well honestly all the piercings are on my face so it's just like these and then these little i have two my double nostrils pierced and um i want to get more piercings on my ear i just haven't had the time but i have my gauges i forgot what size they are i started um doing my gauges when i was 14 but it's just it's been so long honestly since i've gotten like new sizes and stuff i don't remember what size i am but um other than that i have a couple tattoos i have like a skeleton holding a heart on like my thigh and then i have another heart on my thigh that i did myself by stick and poke and um then i have these two right here it's like my angel numbers and like my life path number and then i have um a bad word <laughs> tatted on me it just like i don't know it just resonates with me and then i have um my spiral right here that's also like you know like it just signifies like a uh, freedom and like knowing where you're going and being surrounded by good people and all that stuff but those are like my only tattoos not too many 
Oh yeah, I have a Saturn right here too, like on my chest. I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, in this eye. Oh my god, me forgetting my tattoos. Yeah, I did this eye too with stick and poke. I did it in the mirror. It was really scary. I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> that is really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Thank you for asking. Okay, so talking about your future, um, is there any new sound territory or styles that you would like to give light to and express yourself in? Yes, definitely. I feel like right now I'm trying to be um, more consistent with my sound. Um, but for the future, I definitely, definitely want to um, start doing more Spanish music and incorporating that more into my songs. I love Spanish music. I grew up on reggaeton. Like, I, I just, I love Spanish music. So definitely incorporating that more with my music. And in the future, I definitely want to like tap into, I don't know, like, some like spanish like english rock like some cool like like uh what's the word it's like um there's a word for it i forgot but it's just very like i don't know cool but punk and yeah i don't know it's just i want to tap into that side of me and my music just to try it out have some fun i feel like making music should always be fun no matter what you know so yeah Okay, our next question is, what is your opinion on releasing an, a single over an EP or album and why? Mm, my opinion, honestly, I feel like singles are great to drop if you want to be very consistent. Um, you know, like a lot of people drop singles while they're working on their projects or they'll drop a single from a project they're currently working on. So singles are always cool. Um, personally, I do singles because... Um, I love EPs and albums like I like the idea of it but it, it, it's a lot of work you know and it's a lot of um, planning that you have to do and I feel like I put my entire like self into my music so if I'm gonna drop something like an album or an EP I want it to be super cool and not perfect but you know just very like intentional and everything I want it to be so it's it'll take time. So that's why right now I've been just dropping like singles and, you know, just like dropping songs I like that I've made. But singles are cool. They're definitely cool if you just, you know, want to be more consistent and all that. So, Yeah, I totally understand. So any upcoming shows for this 2021 and where? No upcoming shows just yet. I feel like everything's barely opening up, um, but I am so open to like doing shows and, you know, obviously safely and this with social distance, you know, with everything that's going on. But um, definitely open to doing more shows this year. That would actually be really, really cool. But no shows right now. Just, just living life. <laughs> living life, making music. Hopefully things go back to normal sometime soon. So I would love to see you in concert. That would be so fun. Yes, that'd be so cool. You guys have to come. You have to come. The next, come. If I have a next one, I will invite you guys. And we will be there. Yay. We'll be turning up. <laughs> okay, well, Elisa, it was a pleasure to have you here at La Mesita. But unfortunately, our time is running out. So for the public listening and watching this interview, where can we listen to your music and be aware of everything you do and possible upcoming shows? Thank you so much for having me. Um, you could definitely find my music on most so most uh, music platforms, so Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, um, and even my Instagram, my Twitter. I'm usually more active on there, but everything is under my name, so it's just Eliza Silva, E L E E Z A 
and then Silva, S-I-L-V-A. As long as you search me up there on like any platform, whether it's for music or for social media, you'll find me. And that's where you could keep up with me and all my all my little adventures and stuff. So thank you very much, Elisa, for your time and talent. Please let us know when you have your next concert or when your next single comes out. We'll be right there to support you, girl. Yes, I can't wait. Thank you guys so much for having me. You guys are so sweet. I can't wait. Remember that you're listening to What's Up, La Masita on WLPN LP Lumpen Radio 105.5 FM Chicago. Have a wonderful evening. And until next time, my name is Katie and I'm here with Nydia. Um, bye. Bye. Bye.